You are Locked On Fantasy, your daily NFL fantasy podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Vinny Ironman. I'm not doing this. I'm ready about NFL and fantasy football for SportingNews.com. Check out the Start sitcom there I have. It goes up every Tuesday afternoon. Yeah, we get ahead of it here to break it down. We update it as the week goes along as we find out more information regarding injuries and all that good stuff. So uh, we have it up there. It's uh, called The Decider. Start sitcom. Find it at Sporting News and as well as... Our sleepers and busts, they'll go up later today. I also have my picks against the spread to kind of breaking down how all the games of Week 7 will go with their point totals and who will win and lose and all that good stuff. So that's up there. Here on Locked On Fantasy Football, we go and look at the matchups here, and we're going to keep doing it a different way. We're going to go quarterback and running back, start, sit. We'll go through the rankings here with the players that you must play at these positions that have really good spots to just roll out without uh, thinking the no-brainer picks if you will then we'll go into the harder decisions there on the fringes to help you decide who to play this week we'll get into all that we also have a very uh, big bye week this week Uh, four notable teams off the rams vikings bills and eagles so that's a lot of uh, really good fantasy football players including the three top receivers in fantasy cooper cup Stephon Diggs, and Justin Jefferson. So, wow. I mean, that's a lot that we're going to have to battle through this week. And, of course, the top quarterback, Josh Allen, not in action. So we'll get into how we're going to break down all the positions there. We'll do quarterbacks and running backs today. We'll come back with wide receivers, tight ends, and streaming defenses there on Matchup Thursday. This episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helped you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash LockedOnNFL. Thanks for making us your first listen every day. We're free and available here on all platforms, Locked On Fantasy Football. All right, let's uh, dive right into the show and look at the quarterback rankings. I have five guys that you should start without thinking about this week. Only five. Yeah, we have the bye week again. We lose Allen and uh, Jalen Hurts, so two big-time quarterbacks there. Kirk Cousins has been pretty good this season as well. So let's get into Justin Herbert. Look, it was brutal. I mean, he set a record in a bad way. Most pass attempts there 57 times without a touchdown pass against the Broncos. Really crazy that uh, game with overtime, the yards per attempt were really low here. They ran the ball quite a bit, but Justin Herbert rebounds this week. The Seahawks secondary has played a little bit better than expected. Really contained the Cardinals last week, but when you look at this overall, I do like uh, Herbert's chances to rebound here. The Seahawks offense is playing well enough, and they'll give some Chargers problems there with their running game, as well as opening up in the downfield passing. The secondary of the Chargers hasn't played up to expectations. J.C. Jackson has struggled, maybe a little bit hampered by that injury there from early the season. Asante Samuel and Bryce Callen have played pretty well, but there should be some resistance quite a bit from Geno Smith on the other side. So Justin Herbert, I have at number one this week. I think he easily goes for 303 in this game. Now let's look at the, the number two is Lamar Jackson. He's at home against the Browns. The Browns' run defense is terrible. 
Lamar has been awesome as a runner this year. And we might get Rashad Bateman back this week. We also added Deshaun Jackson to the mix. So they might have some reinforcements for Mark Andrews and Devin Duvernay. Also, Charlie Kolar, the rookie tight end there, along with Isaiah Likely, could be returning soon. So Jackson, it's been tough sometimes, but I think it's going to keep uh, going in the right direction here for Jackson when he has all of his weapons back. And this matchup is fantastic at home here. So Herbert and Jackson should rebound big time. Joe Burrow will stay hot, however. He doesn't need to rebound. He just lit up the Saints there after that tough matchup against the Ravens. Now he gets the Falcons at home. And Falcons, A.J. Terrell and Casey Hayward, their top two corners, a little bit banged up. Their pass rush is also a little bit hurting. So when you look at that, it's a great spot for Burrow and the Bengals, this offense rolling now. Patrick Mahomes, look, it's the 49ers. It can be tough here, but... They are really depleted. They expect to get some of their pieces back. Maybe Nick Bosa, maybe Travis Ward plays through. But Jimmy Ward should miss the game. Emmanuel Mosley is already down. They're already down due to defensive tackles. There's a limited pass rush there. Samson Ekobam, their other starting defensive end, is battling through an injury. So, look at that. Mahomes will be just fine. It's a road game here. So, I do uh, like Mahomes to win. And I think he's going to have to throw the ball. You can't really run on the 49ers. So, that also sets it up pretty well as well the Chiefs are not interested in running and they'll abandon it easily so no question that Patrick Mahomes is a good start this week against uh, the 49ers that Super Bowl 54 rematch Kyler Murray on Thursday night yeah get him in there the Saints pass defense has really struggled Marshawn Lattimore could miss another game here so crazy to look at that that we have uh, the Saints all of a sudden being poor on defense now Let's get into players that may be on the fringe here and you're trying to make decisions with at quarterback. Dak Prescott, for sure. If he's in there for the Cowboys, which I fully expect now, Cooper Rush struggled against the Eagles in that tough defense. Well, Dak Prescott gets to come back at home against a very weak defense here, or at road, I should say, in Detroit, Dallas versus Detroit. So I like Dak Prescott here. I think they'll ease him in a little bit carefully. The running game in Ezekiel Elliott will have success as well. But when you look at this, uh, Dak and his weapons, you'll get Michael Gallup unlocked here to throw downfield and make some plays there. C.D. Lamb, they both step into good coverage matchups here against Jeffrey Okuda and Amani Arurie. We'll say that several times fast for you. But those are the weak corners here for the Lions. Their pass rush has been non-existent. The Cowboys offensive line actually played pretty well against the Eagles even though they lost that game last week with Cooper Rush. And Dak will return and get this offense right. Another offense that we love to get right this week, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. So, spoiler alert, the Commanders stink in pass defense. They even let uh, Justin Fields had a pretty good game. I know he did a lot of damage to the running game, but there are some points on the table. Definitely Justin Fields left in the red zone and downfield. So, Aaron Rodgers is not going to leave those points on the table. The Packers need this win badly after losing back-to-back games to the Giants and Jets. They're going to destroy the Commanders this week. I think they're just going to unleash fury offensively, and they're going to say, look, all these things about Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers trying to figure out the offense, they're going to all go out the window this week. The Commanders' defense cures what all ails you. So Rodgers, I think, could put up 300 this week, even when playing from ahead. I think that's the thing. Is Taylor Heineke's on the other side. That's a little bit concerning. You wish it was Carson Wentz at least to provide a little bit more resistance. But Heineke actually might be a little bit better than a injured Wentz here. So something to watch there for sure. So really like Aaron Rodgers this week. Derek Carr, another good play at home against the Texans. I know you can run all over the Texans, but... 
That's going to set up things in the passing game. I think they want to get that going with Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, and hopefully Darren Waller all in the field at the same time for the first time in a while, all healthy. So I do like the Raiders this week uh, offensively, and Carr should get it going. Now, Geno Smith, I mentioned on the other side, Justin Herbert. This is why I like Herbert quite a bit. Geno's going to push the Chargers. They're going to have issues. I just don't see another game where they go touchdown pass list. DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett have too good of a matchups on the outside. So their coverage schemes actually plays uh, really well into Geno Smith's hands here. Offensive line playing well. The pass rush down Joey Bosa. Kelly O'Mac alone is not going to disrupt things here. So Geno Smith's going to put up numbers. Ken Walker's running also helps here in that vein. Tom Brady. Yeah, he's still on the list here. The GOAT. Yeah, look, it hasn't been great for the GOAT. He only had one touchdown pass against the Falcons two weeks ago. We also had... One last week, Leonard Fournette was the guy making most of the damage here. But, again, another quarterback that will want to unleash fury. They tend to take care of business. They destroy the Saints. They destroyed the Falcons as well. I mean, they could have put up poor numbers on them and didn't cover. But the Panthers are an absolute train wreck at this point. Secondary's hurting. We're not sure about their pass rush. They might be checked out there as well under Steve Wilkes. So, Again, Tom Brady rebounds big time this week. Another quarterback like Joe Burrow, I like to stay hot this week, is Matt Ryan. Good changes on the offensive line by the Colts. No sacks last week given up despite him throwing 58 times. They got the running game going, albeit with Deion Jackson. You could get Jonathan Taylor leading that force again. Michael Pittman Jr. and Alec Pierce look legit at wide receiver. The tight ends are getting involved. So even without uh, a big presence from Taylor, who should uh, change things and set things up for downfield passing a little bit more, we like Matt Ryan for this reason, is that the weapons look good with Pittman and Pierce, the tight ends, and having the running game and setting things up, and the offensive line just needed to come through. It hadn't done that in the first few weeks, but last week they played fantastic. I think they build on that this week. The Titans can be pushed around up front and in the back end. So Matt Ryan stays hot and... uh, has a much better game than he did the first time against the Titans at home there in week four. Jimmy Garoppolo should have some pretty high volume. He had a very nice game last week. We were looking for the 215-2. We got it. We just didn't expect it would have come in a 49ers loss last week. But Jimmy did have the two picks there. That was a little bit uh, disappointing. But, again, the Chiefs, uh, this is at home here, so that should feel really good for Garoppolo. And if they need to throw more, there are the weapons here. I don't think they can cover Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, and George Kittle there. I think you can see a little bit of Juwan Jennings helping making some plays here, but that's the way it looks this week. We're looking at Tua Tagovailoa this week. He is expected to start, according to Mike McDaniel here, coming back over Teddy Bridgewater. Steelers, good matchup. They can blitz, open things up for him. You saw what he did to the Ravens there in week two with that pressure coming out of the one-on-one matchups with Tyreek Hill and John Waddle. And Daniel Jones is a high floor play this week. He's getting it done with his legs mostly and a few touchdowns, but Danny Dimes should uh, deliver here this week. I think he'll run for like 40 to 50 yards. I think that'll help. He'll probably get something like 201 and then you'll take it. So there's you go. there you go for Daniel Jones as a floor play this week in fantasy football. Another situation I'm going to watch is Kenny Pickett. And the Steelers have said he will start if he clears concussion protocol. He's supposed to get some practices in at least on a limited basis this week. And if he gets a full practice in and he gets cleared from protocol, he will start. And it's a good defense that he can read because it's a pressure defense there. And the Dolphins, uh, Zayvon Howard has been playing hurt. Nick Needham is 
now out. Their second corner thrust from the slot roll to the starting job here. Keon Crossan, we mentioned him. So we have two key corners that are out here for the Dolphins uh, battling some injuries. Uh, and uh, Byron Jones nowhere to be found. So when you look at this, it's a really good spot here for Kenny Pickett. Sneaky streamer this week if you're hurting a quarterback. Say you have a Josh Allen or Jalen Hurts looking for a one-week play. Not trying to invest too much. Pickett could be the guy. Just make sure he's cleared from uh, protocol before you go with him this week. All right, there you have the quarterbacks that I have ranked there, the top five, as well as uh, some other options you can look at this week. There's always options of quarterback. That's the thing I preach is you can always find someone with a decent matchup to play that is unowned in your league, and it opens things up for a lot of things that you can do with your team. So love that for sure, that uh, there's always someone available at that position. Now, we told you at the top of this episode, Locked on Fantasy Football is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs, and uh, these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have the access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn Jobs really helps uh, when you're dealing with a small business because they're going to take care of you. Ergo, you need to find someone that caters to your specific needs and narrow the pool down for the best candidates for you, it's pretty easy to create a job post. It's just to go up there and uh, add that job post on LinkedIn Jobs and add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on the candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. you got to finish the year strong. you got to have that winning team. That's all about getting the right team member to help you do that. LinkedIn Jobs is there for you. It's why small business is late. LinkedIn Jobs is number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash LockedOnNFL. That's linkedin.com slash LockedOnNFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. All right, it is uh, time to continue the show here on Locked on Fantasy Football. We'll do that in a moment. Before, I do have an announcement. Thanks again for making Locked on Fantasy Football your first listen every day. Make sure to check out NFL Key Predictions every Friday on Locked on NFL. Locked on's local experts give you the inside scoop on the five biggest games in the NFL weekend, including Sunday and Monday Night Football, plus betting advice from the field's leading experts bet online. Follow NFL Key Predictions every Friday on Locked on NFL, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast, just like Locked On Fantasy Football. All right, let's get into the quarterbacks I do not like this week, and then we'll start talking about the running back rankings there, and uh, then we'll close the show looking at the running back starts and sits in our final segment. Trevor Lawrence here is stepping into a buzzsaw that is the Giants' defense with Wink Martindale. That's right, Don Wink Martindale is doing it again with a different defense it's kind of interesting. You have the Giants have Brian Dable. They borrowed from the Bills. They borrowed Mike Kafka, the offensive coordinator from the Chiefs. And they borrowed Wink Martindale for the Ravens. So they have the best of all these three AFC powers in the NFC. So interesting there. But Lawrence didn't play all that well last week. He got extremely lucky. And we got lucky, folks, if we streamed him there with the two rushing touchdowns. And look, they schemed up those rushing touchdowns. They count. But the passing wasn't all that great, and you can't count on those every week. Those running scores, so the Giants, a tough matchup this week. Jared Goff came into the bye with a terrible performance with zero points. 
put up and no fourth down conversions against the Patriots. It's a terrible matchup this week against the Cowboys defense. So keep Jared Goff parked on your bench for a third straight week. Justin Fields here. The Patriots, yeah, they're the team that just shut down Jared Goff. And they're going to have a field day with Justin Fields only at night on Monday Night Football in Foxborough there in Week 7 to close the week. Marcus Mariota, this is the trap here. You'll want to play him. You'll look at the Bengals, okay, he might have a shootout there, but Mariota is not as good in these type of games. He needs to play from ahead, use the running game there to his benefit and uh, use the tight ends, and I don't think he's going to have that luxury this week because the Bengals probably will build a big lead here at home. Now, Ryan Tannehill, I don't love him this week. I mean, you look at the production from Trevor Lawrence, you might chase that. Tannehill can run in balls, we know that. He's uh, padded his stats with that, but I'm not going to go chase that potential here with Ryan Tannehill, especially given his pretty low ceiling. Even if you play him, you're not going to get that high of a floor either from Tannehill. Now, Bailey Zappi, I like Bailey Zappi quite a bit. He delivered in fantasy, if you streamed him last week, 302 there, 309 actually against the Browns, but this game should be even easier. I don't think the Browns are going to provide any or the Bears are going to provide any resistance here with Justin Fields. So Zappi's going to be handing off off, and I don't see a high-volume game at all for Zappi, and they win that game easily in New England against Chicago. Taylor Heineke can't go there. I get it. The Packers can give up some numbers. We've seen the last couple weeks, but then you examine Daniel Jones and Zach Wilson didn't exactly light them up. So we're not going to go Taylor Heineke for QB1 numbers this week. Speaking of Zach Wilson playing at the Broncos defense, Broncos defense, nothing wrong with them. They're bringing it every week. So they're totally fine there with Ejiro Evero. So I just don't see uh, Wilson doing anything this week. And Davis Mills, it's a trap, folks. The Raiders do have the most fantasy points. I get it to quarterbacks, but it's Davis Mills. He's not good on the road. So nope on Davis Mills this week for your fantasy teams. All right, let's go to uh, the running backs. And here, let's go through my rankings. We'll do that in depth here. I have 18 guys that are must play starts this week. Number one on my list is Austin Eckler. Yeah, at home against the Seahawks. Eckler has been on fire. He had the two massive games before. Pretty solid game with 10 catches and a touchdown there against the Broncos. He was the one thing that was working on either side offensively. So Austin Eckler looks special again, folks. He's just a tough runner, versatile. He does everything out there on the field. So still not getting enough credit, I think, as a fantasy football stud. Uh, arguably, he could have gone number one in the draft or number one at least in running back, the way the numbers have played out. So Saquon Barkley, good spot against the Jaguars. Their run defense has kind of fallen apart here. They had Foley Fadikasi. He's been pretty good as a run stopper for them, but he's been out, and they've been gashed, and Deion Jackson got them last week. It was the Eagles' backfield we saw with Miles Sanders and all them got to the Jaguars. So Saquon Barkley in a good spot with his high volume. At the Jaguars, Kenneth Walker this week, looking at that one. And... Uh, it's a great matchup against the Chargers. Chargers run defense is terrible. So, yeah, Ken Walker deserves to be that high. Ken Kenneth Walker going to do some skywalking there against the Chargers. Ramondre Stevenson, number four on the list this week against the Bears. I love that matchup. They're at home. The Bears run defense just as bad as the Browns. So, Stevenson smashes it again. Jonathan Taylor, if he returns, uh, he's great for a number five running back against the Titans. I do like Derrick Henry in that same game as number six. Nick Chubb there. Again, the Ravens are pretty tough run defense. Chubb had one of his worst games last week because the Patriots took him out of the game. The Ravens run defense is pretty tough. So he's still number seven here this week. Josh Jacobs, I think he could 
have a case to be higher there here. The Texans' run defense is terrible, but he comes in at number eight. He's an RB1. Brees Hall getting the volume and the play in the receiving game and scoring game to uh, put up numbers, and I like him a lot this week. Leonard Fournette keeps it rolling here. Two big games in a row coming off that ending to the Chiefs game. Gets the Panthers this week. Joe Mixon at home against the Falcons. Again, keep it up here with at least a touchdown to go with the 80 yards from scrimmage. Christian McCaffrey, is he being showcased for a trade? Got his most touches there in Los Angeles, was involved early and often. They're playing the Buccaneers this week. Tough matchup to run, but he can make up for it in the passing game. Now, Aaron Jones, I really like this week. What do the Packers typically do? We saw in week one when they get uh, destroyed in a game, get routed. They go back to the bread and butter, keep things simple, go to one of their key playmakers, Aaron Jones. So I think as a runner and receiver, Jones is going to have a big day against the Commanders, and we do love that rebound spot for sure from this week. Now, Damian Pierce returns. I do like him quite a bit against the Raiders. He's their main source of offense there for Houston. doesn't matter what's happening with quarterback in the passing game. Pierce has just looked awesome. Alvin Kamara is now pretty good. I know it's been grown, grown about Taysom Hill and uh, Rashid Shaheed and some other guys touching the ball in key spots here. But Alvin Kamara is still starting to look good as this running game and run-heavy approach is working for the Saints. Najee Harris can run well in the Dolphins, so another good week here for Najee after the short catch for a touchdown. I think you'll see a little bit better production from him and Joe Mixon, two guys that have disappointed there as RB1. So Harris way more so than Mixon, but I think this is a good chance to get Harris going. Hopefully Kenny Pickett does play to help Harris in the running game. Now Jeff Wilson Jr., Let's hope the 49ers play a little bit from ahead in this game so he can get in run well, but he's still lead back on a very good run, on a running offense versus a bad run defense this week. And DeAndre Swift, there, if he's returning, he's back in your lineup here against the Cowboys. Much prefer him than going in a different direction there. Again, half point, full point, PPR. Let's just make sure if he's healthy, but DeAndre Swift should be busy this week because of the negative game script there with his pass catching in that matchup against Dallas this week. All right, we'll save, we'll save our running back uh, starts and sits there, the ones on the fringe here for our final segment here on Locked on Fantasy Football. So going through the quarterbacks and running backs, it is a matchup Wednesday show. We'll have matchup Thursday, don't forget, with wide receiver, tight end, and, and streaming defenses there. It's a great time of the year to get on the action. We do have the sports equinox coming. That means the action doesn't get much better than that at Bet Online. You can uh, bet on all your favorite sports all at the same time. BetOnline.net is your number one source for football betting information of the season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game. You can find, as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sporting wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. It's the fastest and easiest way to check in all your favorite games and events, including NFL, NBA starting here, NHL, is on the table. MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to betonline.net or use a mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, it's time to close the show looking at the stardom sit the running backs we may have questions about this week. Raheem Mostert should get back on track here. The game strip was not favorable against the Vikings. They kind of took him out. They worked in more Chase Edmonds while Miles Gaskin was inactive, but you got to run the Steelers, take pressure off Tua Togavola, and their blitzing game could have nice long runs here, trunk runs there against the Steelers. So Mostert should rebound and get back into week five form. 
Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard. Elliott looked really good against the Eagles last week. I think this dynamic duo is going to get it done against his putrid Detroit run defense this week. Travis Etienne, love him. He's starting to take over, folks, from James Robinson. So interesting that they eased in Etienne more because Jake, Josh, or James Robinson was the guy coming off the major injury there from last year, but they seem to go full speed ahead with him. But Etienne, they kind of nursed in there coming off the ACL from last season. So very interesting there, but Etienne's starting maybe to take over this backfield a little bit there, and he'll be busy with some short passes there against the Giants, and uh, they can, they're vulnerable to that. Their linebackers are weaker than their corner, so good stuff for Etienne from scrimmage this week. Brian Robinson there. The Packers really struggle against the run, continue to do so. He'll get good volume there as Antonio Gibson stays in the doghouse. Kenny Drake or J.K. Dobbins, I think it might be more Drake this week. J.K. Dobbins looks a little bit banged up with a knee injury, so I do love the Drake here this week in that matchup against the Browns. You know, Benjamin, get him another shot here. I mean, the Saints run defense hasn't been all that. Joe Mixon had a pretty good game against him. He did get good volume there with James Conner and Daryl Williams out, so sorry. Yeah, Damien Williams, Daryl Williams. There's a lot of Williamses that are floating around that are former Chiefs, but Daryl Williams out there probably another week. James Conner as well. So Benjamin, one more useful play there on Thursday night. Uh, do love Jacobs and Aaron Jones quite a bit this week. They have really good matchups. Those really stand out from those starts here this week. And uh, Brees Hall and Travis Etienne will keep getting it done as versatile receiving heavy players there in their backfields this week. All right, let's uh, go to uh, what we have here with running backs on the sit side of things this week. David Montgomery. Yeah, I'm calling it this week. I did love Nick Chubb, but he was Nick Chubb last week. And the Patriots are going to take away the one thing the team does well, their opposition does well. They don't have a lot of things that are going to give them problems. So David Montgomery is going to be the focus, hyper-focus of that Patriots defense this week. So they're going to make someone else beat them. Maybe it's Khalil Herbert in garbage time, but it's not going to be David Montgomery. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, no. We don't like this at all. Jarek McKinnon and plenty of Isaiah Pacheco cutting into his work here. And it's just pretty messy. And the 49ers run defense is tough. I think this is a pass-happy game for the Chiefs. That's why we love Mahomes this week. James Robinson, we talked about his teammate Travis Etienne liking him. He's not Joe or Josh or anything like that. It's James Robinson. Starting to slow down, which is very strange, but I think they just realized Etienne gives them a little bit more explosive element. So that's what we were getting there. And I think they were kind of buying time for Etienne to get in a groove. Again, we've maybe looked at it a bad way there, where Robinson, okay, why are they playing Robinson this much coming off his major injury? But then it's more like, okay, they wanted to see a little bit more of Etienne to feel comfortable with him in a major role. So that's what you've seen happen. AJ Dillon. Let's hope he can get going, but I can't recommend him right now. The numbers are not there. The volume's not there. I think it's an Aaron Jones game this week. He's really touchdown dependent at this point. When you look at Kareem Hunt, again, he's receiving dependent when he's not catching passes like he did not do against the Patriots last week. You can't trust him. The Ravens, uh, again, you attack them more with the tight end in the middle of field, short to intermediate slot receivers, not as much with the dump-offs or the deep shots here for that Matchup, Jamal Williams, just not seeing him getting enough volume playing from behind against the Cowboys this week. And the Cowboys' run defense has gotten better since that uh, big performance against uh, them by Leonard Fournette in week one. Broncos, you want to try? You can go ahead. It's just torture here. Melvin Gordon, Mike Boone, Latavius Murray. I don't want any part of any of these guys. I mean, the Jets' run defense really showed up and shut down Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon last week. I'm not going to be feeling 
inspired to play a very ambiguous backfield this week. Absolutely not. And the Falcons, look, I don't want to f- see if any of these guys get the ball. It's Avery Williams. You got Caleb Huntley, Tyler Algier. Just a mishmash of different guys running the ball with Marcus Mariota, who also is a threat to steal numbers from them because of his rushing prowess. So not feeling any of those uh, backs here. So Broncos, Falcons, you may try to extract value, sleeper value, based on what the numbers say, but no, just don't do it. I don't like these, or again, big split backfields. I mean, really, the Chiefs are starting to fall into this category as well. Just ambiguous, multiple guy usage here that we're not sure what situation. It's kind of just random. Thanks, coaches. So Arthur Smith and Nathaniel Hackett and Andy Reid making us very confused about what running backs their teams are really going to play in any given week or any given series here in 2022. So there you have it. There's a breakdown there of the quarterback and running back rankings as well as starts and advice there for the tougher decisions there for you across the board there. So happy to bring that to you today on a Matchup Wednesday. Thanks for making Locked on Fantasy Football your first listen every day. Now, our next episode will be Matchup Thursday. We'll break down wide receiver, tight end, and defense streamer rankings, as well as start-sit advice there for those three positions. Now, make your second listen to the Peacock and Williamson NFL Show. Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson give you the expert NFL analysis you need in less than 30 minutes. Free and available wherever you get your podcasts, just like this show. For Locked on Fantasy Football, this has been Vinny Iyer. And to catch you tomorrow as we break down wide receivers, tight ends, and defenses.